You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and as you've known, if you're listening to the show right now, this is a special episode because it is Bridgetown Comedy Festival Week. It is. And we've been doing interviews all week long, which you can find all at funemploymentradio.com. So this is kind of a, this is a double interview because we've got uh, two different ones that we're going to play for you on this episode. The first one is with, uh, with our buddy Baron Vaughn. Baron Vaughn, who's amazing, who came into studio and uh, hung out with us for a bit. Yep. And Baron is fantastic. And let me tell out- you, even with a pinched nerve. That's the thing. Yeah, Baron is so cool. He came down here even though he was in pain to come down and sit in with us and he was He's just he's just the best. He's a, he's the best. He's a phenomenal comedian and human being. Yeah. He's fantastic. He really is. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to play our interview with Brendan Small. Brendan is the creator of Metalocalypse and home movies and a bunch of other things. And we'll explain a little bit more about that after we play uh, Baron's interview. But also, I, I kind of nerded out during that one. Yes. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But uh, here we go. Let's just play this one first. Um, you can get your tickets at BridgetownComedy.com. Here is Baron Vaughn. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Are we on the air? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But we haven't started yet. So All right. Well, is... let's welcome our special guest. Are we, this is how we're doing it? Yeah, of course. Well, very, very soothing. Mm-hmm. We are going to be soothing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome now to Fun Employment Radio, where we are joined by one of Bridgetown's... <laughs> We've uh, changed it Bridgetown since uh, last comedy year, festivals. We're very serious now. Yeah. most preeminent comedians <laughs> have been here before, <laughs> and uh, he is joining us now. Baron Vaughn, hello. Hey, Lairs. <laughs> <laughs> Baron, you look very handsome today. Oh, thanks. I'm just uh, unshowered Lairs. That's the name, oh. of, this, that's the name of this outfit. <laughs> just can't smell me through the coats. Uh, that's are, the name of this outfit. Are you like an afternoon shower? Well, I showered in the afternoon yesterday, so I decided I would... I would stick with that strategy you have today. to yeah yeah because then i'm sho- if i showered in the morning it would have been too early it would have been less than 24 hours that's ex- i am an afternoon shower too i'm like yeah. all right well i mean i don't really today i don't need to be that clean but tonight you know gotta <laughs> sparkle exact. up a general little bit. general don't need to be that clean that's gonna well, i'm unshowered and i'm yeah. trying to take less i'm trying to take shorter showers and then take a day off every week no oh, especially for... in california where we're having a water shortage oh that is yeah. true yeah. All right. I was going to ask for environmental reasons, but that sounds yeah. exactly like what. Little of that, but also it's like it's it's uh, it's actually not healthy for you to bathe every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be good for you. Yeah, we're we are we're a country obsessed with cleanliness, mm-hmm. and we and and our smells. We we really hate our smells. Yeah, our own natural funks. We need to embrace our smells. Exactly, embrace your smells. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to embrace your smells. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how did your first night at Bridgetown go? It was great. We did the uh, the New Negroes last night, amazing, uh, which mm-hmm. I did last year. So t- this year I'm calling it New Negroes Redux. Um, for those of you unfamiliar, the New Negroes is a term that was popularized during the Harlem Renaissance by a man named Alan Locke, who was a Harvard-educated person and also the first African-American Rhodes Scholar. Published a book called The New Negroes, which was an anthology, featured the works of County Cullen, Langston Hughes, Zora Neale Hurston, et al., and it is credited with starting the Harlem Renaissance. So it really didn't do much with his life. Was, yes. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah not very, much very lazy. Not much yeah. at all. But that's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm kind of stealing, the title, because it's an idea of blackness that is beyond prescribed idea of blackness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we kind of get to redefine what blackness is for ourselves. Hence, we are the new Negroes. That's amazing, and I'm glad you're doing it again this year because I was able to catch the show last, last year. year. And it was incredible. And you have a whole different uh, array of people. It's a different year. lineup because, yeah. you know, Bridgetown always has a lot of new people. They, they try to, to try to have a lot of uh, first-timers mm-hmm. every single year. So there's a lot of people who 
Um, I some of which I've never seen before. Um, I mean, I watched their tapes and whatnot. You know, once once the uh, the lineup was announced, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm 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 happy with the shows, and and it's 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 just interesting to see because, like I said last year, it's like everyone's black, but that doesn't mean one thing. There's such a range right. to mm-hmm. everyone's background and their life stories, and and even just the style of stand up, and it's uh it's a uh, it's something that I, I hold dear to my heart. That's amazing. To watch. And if people are going to Bridgetown this year, which of course you should, uh, they haven't missed out on the chance to see it because you have another uh, new Negro show tomorrow, Saturday, correct? Saturday, 9 p.m. Yes. yes, indeed, on Saturday. Now, is it the same comedians and that did Thursday or do you no, mix it up? No, completely different lineup. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Phoebe Robinson is on uh, that one as well. Yes, which... Phoebe, my sister from another mister, I call her. Phoebe's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phoebe, I mean, it's a great lineup on that one too. So that's, that's definitely going on. And then also you're going to be on her show, Blaria. Yes, Blaria. Which uh, idea that she started a long time ago, based the cartoon Daria. Remember that mm-hmm. cartoon? Oh yeah. yeah. So she just put B and L for black in the front <laughs> of that, and now it's like a brand that her Jessica Williams from the Daily Show have uh, have expanded, and yeah. they have like a really great live show that they do in New York. So they're doing a version of that here. Oh, and this is pretty exciting too, because this is the only show I think Jessica Williams is doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, she's not really a stand up. Mm-hmm. She she kind of came out of the sketch world and the improv world a little bit more. So she, those are her skills sets mm-hmm. but she's working on her stand-up but gotcha. i know that she as far as i know i know that she's a little uncomfortable getting on a stage as a, especially because she's a famous person mm-hmm. right so there's yeah. always a lot of expectation oh you're famous from comedy therefore you're going to be good at this yeah but uh i think she's incredibly funny and she will become very good very soon i just ha- i haven't seen anything yet mm-hmm. well i mean that's such a skill set that you have to develop right and i think that she's probably taking it seriously that's yeah. why she's not like eager to just go up in, right. in every place that she can. Yeah. She's trying to figure out how to do it for herself. Well, do it right. And you have different skill sets as well because you do comedy. And then I saw that you're um, in that new Netflix TV show. Grace and Frankie. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, and so working with such high caliber actors. That's amazing. Les gens. Les gens, they les would gens. say in French. Um, I don't think that's how you say it in French. <laughs> it might but be. Uh, it pardoned my French. So what can I say? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it premiered today, actually. It went live uh, at midnight. And uh, it's it's oh, up there. Wow. It's up there. So they put up the whole season. Now, what's the show about? Um, Grace and Frankie is a show about. Oh, and I came up with this line the other day. It's a show about starting over, even when you've been around. <laughs> because everyone's in their seventies in the show. You know, <laughs> it's Jane Fonda as Grace, Lily Tomlin as Frankie. Their husbands are played by Martin Sheen and Sam Waterston, respectively. Oh. Damn, that is a hell of a, hell of a cast. I play um, the adopted son of. Uh, Lily Tomlin and Sam Watterson, along with Ethan Embry, who plays my brother. You might remember from Can't Hardly Wait and Empire Records and oh, that thing you do. you're yeah. talking about my era. About your generation. Oh, yeah, that is mine. People try to put us down. He's talking about our generation. <laughs> Throw little singles in there. <laughs> and then the uh, the daughters of Martin and uh, Grace, Grace, I mean Jane Fonda, mm. uh, is uh, Brooklyn Decker and uh, June Diane Raphael. Both very talented and hilarious people, and basically, they're, they're the husbands, Martin and Sam, in the in the pilot, uh, come out of the closet and say we're gay and we're gay for each other, and we've been having an affair about behind your back for twenty years, and now we're leaving you, and I'm sorry. Oh, we're, wow, we're really sorry. So they just kind of blow everyone's lives up, and then the wives, Grace and Frankie, are kind of left to pick up the pieces and figure out, well, what is it that I really want? Anyway, like they're starting over in their mid seventies. That is so amazing. Yeah, it's it's super intense, but it's it's uh, it's the core, the emotional core of the show is really, really, really strong. So is this a um, like miniseries, or are they going to no, try to do series. a second season? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a series. 
Wow, Baron. Yeah, we'll see what the heck happens. I can't wait to watch it. I mean, this weekend's a little busy, but uh, I right. know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a chance to finally. I never saw any of it. We shot the whole thing. I never yeah. saw any of it. I missed the premiere because I was in New York shooting something else because I'm fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched some of it this morning, and I'm like, "Hey, this is a good show." Oh, that's all right. I'm happy to be involved. How many episodes did you get in? Thirteen. Nice. Oh, how many did you watch this morning? Oh, oh, this morning. Um, four. That's impressive. Yeah, it's a half hour, so they kind of oh, they're that's kind perfect. Of, yeah. You can binge watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to binge. Made watch for that. the binge. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been busy doing other, working on other projects. Yeah, that uh, that show, and then doing stand up where I can. Mm-hmm. I, I got lucky. I did a, a guest star role on Girls last week. Oh, which was super fun. Yeah, Lena Dunham directed the episode. She was in it as well and wrote it, of course. <laughs> right. And <laughs> I gotta say, I walked out of there wholly impressed by her. I could not believe how positive and joyous and enthusiastic she is. A a total professional. I I don't know what I was expecting. No, it's not. I don't know what I was expecting, but she was just so present and so like with you in every single moment and like puts this this there's this energy of like joy and excitement on the set that she whips up everybody into this like hey we're do we're doing something we love yeah. sort of energy and it was i was like this woman is impressive like that's I, really interesting yeah to hear. i was i i mean i don't know what i expected like i said but i was surprised i don't know why but like i was like wow she's really this is why she has everything that she has mm-hmm. yeah because she's talented and everyone loves working with her and she genuinely believes in what she's she doing genuinely like. believes yeah well, you can't pretty, fake that pretty yeah. incredible pretty incredible wow well, how exciting for well, congratulations dude, on yeah why thank you who 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 that's me doing a very low energy arsenio hall i know don't hurt your shoulder anymore these are my dogs that hurt their shoulders with pinch nerves <laughs> oh man just the saddest geriatric arsenio hall <laughs> <laughs> well baron there's a whole bunch of shows that oh yeah we can go see you over this uh oh yeah this he's gonna be uh, you're gonna so, be on dana gold's show dana gold yeah. hour yeah yep, yep. Dana Gould, and then uh, that's some real shit with Nathan Brannon. Yes, Portland local legend. Absolutely, Nathan's a, a legend. A legend. <laughs> legend for Portland. Yeah, and Nathan's a new father that. too. Yeah, yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Great <laughs> guy. Is, he is. Uh, he is one of our favorite. People. Came into L- he came to L. A. I took him for burgers. We talked. Oh, nice. Cool. We went to a hat shop. None of us buy. We didn't buy anything. <laughs> You're wearing a nice <laughs> just hat. Walked right around. Now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we just walked in there like two black guys with our heads out. Guess what's going to happen? Hats. <laughs> and then it didn't happen, and they were very disappointed. They're like, wow, they left without Not buying for hats. Sure, we had something there. <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> and then you're doing a show on Sunday called Meet Me in the Bathroom and Tell Me All Your Secrets. Yeah, don't know what that's about, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, just said, and there isn't really a description. Incredible night of comedy music and gunplay hosted by Dave Hill with, with the house. house band Valley Lodge. Dave Hill. Love yeah. Dave. All right, so it looks like there's a whole smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. I love that word. Yeah, smorgasbord. I'm always worried if I'm saying it wrong, though. Call me on the conch if you got a smorgasbord <laughs> laying around. Hey. <laughs> That's what a conch is. That's how that sounded. It okay. is. I used to have a conch. Did you? Really? That sounds like I used to have like a yeah. vagina or something. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of does sound like that. Revealing, just a bit. revealing secrets. When I, when I went to Hawaii as a Don't kid. Don't get self-conch-ous. <laughs> oh, that was... Okay. <laughs> a little mumble out of Kenny. <laughs> a little grunt. <laughs> mm, that's the approval. <laughs> <laughs> Baron is the best way for people to find out about you. Just follow you on Twitter. Yeah. Website. Twitter. B-A-R-V-O-N-B-L-A-Q. Oh, I want to winch and want to winch. <laughs> my, my, my mind turned the M upside down uh-huh. <laughs> as I was saying I want to mention seven minutes in purgatory 
which is another show that's happening here at Bridgetown. Tell us about it. This guy, Ian Abramson, who is a Chicago comic, recent transplant to Los Angeles. This show is wild. I did it in L.A., and I requested to be on it here. What it is, you are, you're, the comedians do stand-up in a soundproof room to a camera hearing no audience reaction oh. while the audience watches a live feed of their what? performance. Oh, wow. It is the craziest thing. It's strange because I don't – I'm wearing headproof – like uh, like soundproof headphones and there's a camera and no one's in the room with so you. you have no idea what the reaction is. So you don't is. even have anyone just kind of physically reacting. You're just talking to a camera and it's and it brings such interesting things out of comics. I and did it in L.A. and it was me and Rory Scovel did it and Andy Kindler did it. Yeah, we were going to say, Kenny? Can you hear yourself? Yes, you can hear yourself. Oh, okay. oh well, ins- I can hear myself because it's my own voice. Yeah, well, but I didn't know if the soundproof headphones were blocking your. Own I voice. can't hear my voice uh, through the headphones. Through the, the headphones. headphones. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't hear my voice like if I was in a room, like yeah. I can hear my mm. voice now. Right. But it's a, it's a, it's a crazy experience. <gasps> wow, that's that insane! Is awesome. Audience yeah. members watch a live feed of the comedians as they awkwardly and hilariously attempt to perform without knowing the crowd's reaction. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah so you, Jonathan Katz, Andy Kindler, Neil Hamburger, and a whole bunch of other people. Oh that's, my god, Ian yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ian's the Ian is the creator and the host of it. Oh, that's amazing! All right, well, that show, <laughs> which I yeah, yes, now I know where I'm going. Uh, so Saturday, that's happening Saturday, seven p.m. At at the Doug Fur, so check that out as well. That's so ambitious. I've never even heard yeah, of anything it's, like that. Yeah, it's wild. It's interesting what comes out of comics when we're like, I can't hear you guys. I don't know what's right. happening. Because all of our acts, we, we, we build that on laughter. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And the pacing. Well, and work, the pacing, exactly. Yeah. Work off of how the crowd is. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. Oh, that's interesting. All right, that's so that's 7 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Right, yeah, I'm not going to miss that. All right, well, Baron, thank you yeah, so much thanks for coming for in. in. You're thanks always such a pleasure. Me. Always, always love to be here with get, y'all. Get your tickets, bridgetowncomedy.com to go see Baron. Follow him on Twitter and then watch him on uh, Grace and Frankie. That's right. Hell yeah, uh, which is out now. Uh, season of Girls. That's right. Yeah. Many other secret, yes. magnificent projects. Secret Life on. of Bees. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. The Secret Life that of Baron Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there we go. Baron, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, Baron Vaughn, right there, powering through the pain on Fun Employment Radio. He is a trooper. He really is. (laughs) And so go go see him at all of his different shows, BridgestoneComedy.com. Like we said, you can get your tickets there. Uh, Yeah, that Purgatory show sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know. How rough would that be? Yeah, that would be pretty awkward to have to do that and not have any response. So that's pretty cool. No, I don't think I would like that at all. Mm -hmm. But I want to see them do it. Uh, So that's that's tonight, I believe. Yes. Oh, no, it's tomorrow Tomorrow night. night. So that's on Saturday. That's why you go to the website, BridgestoneComedy.com. Our brains are kind of We're already getting mixed up. (laughs) You can find out all that there. Really quick, big thank you to our sponsor, Bike Gallery, as well, bikegallery.com. Right here in Portland, they've got six locations. Great, great local store. And there's a special thing just for Fun Employment Radio listeners. If you go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link. It's on the right-hand side, or if you're on your phone, just scroll down and you'll find it. And use your finger to click on it. Use your finger. (laughs) On the phone. Use your finger clicker. And if you're on your phone, you scroll on down. You just do that, and then you just (laughs) click it right there. And (laughs) click that. It'll take you to a temporary discount on anything in the store, including bikes. So to get that 10% discount, funemploymentradio.com, click on the bike gallery link, and then that's all you got to do. Just show that to them when you check out mm-hmm. and you're buying your brand new bike. And then you're 10% off uh, adds up. That's, that's a pretty damn good discount. So thank you to Bike Gallery for that. All right. Our next interview here is Brendan Small. Brendan, like I said, creator of Metalocalypse and home movies and incredible comedian and musician, 
I'm a huge fan, and uh, I, you know, I, I tried to control. I think you the can tell it because you guys were like so similar. Like I wasn't even going to try to get a word word in edgewise. We, he's he's one of my my kind of people. Yes, yeah, he he's one, one of your people. One of my people. You guys are cut from the same cloth. Yeah, we're weird, mm-hmm. and uh, Brendan is weird and incredibly talented and awesome. So he's going to be uh, doing a bunch of shows uh, baked with Steve Agee, who mm-hmm. we interviewed earlier this week, and that'll be tonight. That's tonight. Yep. Yeah. So you can get tickets to that one all there at BridgetownComedy.com. But here we go, Brendan Small. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, thank you everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by the one and only Brendan Small. Hello, sir. Hello, how do you do? Thank you for having me on your television show. Is this television? It is television. Sounds <laughs> great. <laughs> things, the things we can do now on iPhones. It, is, it yeah. is magical. You do look very nice. We can see you through our little camera. This is the best. Uh, this is my best angle. My voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I wanted to say just really quick, um, and I have to do this just as a fan. Love Metalocalypse. Love Death oh, Clock. And uh, I just dis- just discovered Galacticon. That is, it, it's oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. What oh, a, thank you very much. It's so good. That's a nice little. It's got a nice slow burn. You know, I put that out very independently. That record, and uh, people kind of slowly discover it on their own. Uh, on their own timeline because I didn't really do a big release on it, but it's, uh, I really enjoyed the way that record came out. So thank you. Oh yeah, you bet. I mean, it's, it sounds amazing and the artwork is amazing and all that's at brendansmall.com for anybody at home who hasn't discovered the album, go there and you can uh, check it out. And then, um, yeah. And then yeah, just, cool. and then this weekend, you know, I'm taking a look at this, all your different shows you're on. Yeah. I, there are a ton of shows. I think you're on every single show at Bridgetown. <laughs> I'm on a lot of shows. I said, they asked me how many shows I want to do, and I said, as many as I can do, because uh, I really enjoy doing stand-up and playing music, and I've gotten to do a couple of cool shows out here where it's a combination of both. Well, and we actually had Steve Agee in earlier this week, and he was talking about your show, yes. Baked, which I can, I know you guys did one last night, but there's another one tonight yes. that people can go to. That is, I think, probably... the the show I'm most excited to see right now yeah. out of all these shows. Um, can you tell anybody who doesn't know what it's about, like how this came about? Well, it's really funny because, um, you know, Steve and I have been friends for a long time and uh, he's a really funny comic. Yes. And he's a great writer and a great actor and all that stuff. And, and he also knows his way around a guitar, which is pretty cool. But um, he, uh, he and I were at a party one time and we were just talking about this one uh, venue in Los Angeles at this jazz club where all these heavy fusion guys and these session players get together. And basically it's like a, like an open mic for super musicians, but it's this really cool vibe. And we wanted to do a comedy show there because we just like the vibe of the room. And we also know these really super talented musicians who would play with us. So we, uh, we said, why don't we do a show there? And why don't we combine what we like about, you know, rock and roll and metal and, Steely Dan and all kinds of things that we just because you know you know you're allowed to like whatever you want. You know, people forget that people think you're only allowed like if you like metal you can only like that. But you're allowed to like David Bowie and you know Cannibal Corpse and all kinds of stuff. Oh, absolutely. You want to. So um, so we just thought let's just combine the two and just see let comedians who have kind of because a lot of comedians are very musical people. Mm-hmm. And last night on the show we had uh, uh, Jenna Ray who I've been friends with for years and. Uh, Turns out he's a pretty good drummer, and we played some Metallica together. And he, you know, he's got all his chops together and stuff. And some of that stuff's not so easy, but um, we played together. And then uh, guys like uh, Andy Kindler, who was 
I mean, he's just got an amazing meter about him, an amazing just tempo. And he's a very musical comedian, but we got to, you know, he throw, we throw a guitar in his hands and, you know, we'll trade floors. And it's really fun. And then he also was funny and he uses the band. And comics that really know how to do our show well use the band as kind of like a, an underscore, almost like a, like a, like a retarded John Williams or something like that. <laughs> um, so it's really fun. It's really fun to see people experiment with that because I know I like to have fun with that stuff. And once people have the confidence to kind of to, uh, to, to take advantage of that, really amazing things happen. You know, in our show in Los Angeles, we, um, uh, in, in our show in Los Angeles, we, uh, we uh, we have like Mark Maron comes and he's a regular, and he he is he's a completely different comic when you put a guitar in his hands. I, I can't he even smiles imagine. Smiles a lot. I can't even imagine. Mark it, Maron really, smiles. He smiles. That's the shocking part. He smiles and he's he's like a he's like a kid. And it's really fun. He and I have so much fun playing together, and uh, he's competitive and it's it's really funny. And so am I. And uh, but we end up just really really enjoying. Each other's company on stage, and it's just a completely different thing that I don't get to see out of any kind of straight stand-up show. But having said that, I like me a straight stand-up show with no music <laughs> and all that stuff. So, is your yeah. uh, so, so, oh, sorry, the shows that you're doing, it's going to yeah. be a mix of stand-up and also stand-up and music as well, right? Yeah, I think I'm doing something else tomorrow. They're, they asked me to bring a guitar, and I just don't know exactly oh. what they want from me, but. Uh, and those kinds of shows I, I like too, or I don't, I don't know what to expect out of the show. Oh, I think you're uh, you're going to be on uh, Heart of Darkness tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, yes. eleven p.m. at uh, Lower Rotor. Yes, and uh, I don't know what to expect from that. And again, those are probably the shows that I would say definitely check those out. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that is that yeah. part of the fun thing too with like doing these festivals is that. You know, you you have. I mean, I'm sure you do stand up a lot and rehearse everything, but then just being thrown into this mix of like, all right, sink or swim, come up with something. Now that you're on this uh, in this mix, yeah, that's that's what a comic wants. I think that's what mm-hmm. a writer wants. We want a little bit of a challenge to kind of think outside of our normal side of, you know, our, you know, we're kind of sick of ourselves, so we want to do something that's not something that we would normally do. Like for example, last night I did this show that I, I think is going to be the hard one to beat of this whole festival, which was the Dr. Cat's live show. I and um, that was so much fun. I heard it was incredible. I didn't end up getting to see that one because yeah. there was so much going on. But yeah, I, I heard that was a fantastic show. Jonathan, I mean, for those people who are not educated on Jonathan Katz because maybe they're younger, maybe they didn't see the show when, but he is uh, one of the most brilliant comedians that is living today, and I'm lucky enough to be friendly with him and to have had a history with him. And uh, watching him do stand up last night was. You know, it was a real highlight. And then to be included on that roster of comics with, you know, Garofalo and Kindler and uh, all those people and, uh, you know, Dana Gould and Ron Lynch, who I've been really good friends with for a couple of decades at this point. It's wow. really cool to see everybody be incredibly... Oop. ...deliver some of the best crushing stand-up I've seen. Well... I mean, it's it's so no one no one can see that because that's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed out. So that's that's why but people yeah, you missed out. That's why what people you blew it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why people need to go no, so you know, they don't it, miss out on anything else. Exactly, but that was um that to me was just like a I, I was uh, talking with some friends and I was I said that may be one of the most cool shows I've ever been on in my life. Wow! So it was great. Wow, yeah. that's cool. 
that I mean, it must be nice yeah. just uh, after you know to be on the stage with these people, you know, that not only you admire, but now you're a peer of, you know, up there with them. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's uh, it's been fun because I I really uh, I have what I think is like a there's an old movie called Little Big Man with Dustin Hoffman. Oh yeah, half the movie, half the movie, he's like a Native American and accepted as one of them, and then he goes back and he's a cowboy, and that's how I feel with uh, my career is with music and comedy. Where sometimes I'm a comedian, sometimes I'm a musician, but um, right now I'm right, really close on straddling the line right down the center with being a stand-up and a and a and a working musician. That is the best and, of both uh, worlds. It's, it's it really is. It's kind of what everybody, I think, I think everybody wishes they could do. And I found a nice little loophole through the back door to do both. <laughs> well, that was fun. it doesn't hurt that you're pretty fantastic at both of them. So that, that kind of helps out a little bit. Well, that's nice. And uh, it's just a matter of, you know, well, like I can play his instrument. You know that he spends a lot of lonely hours with no, uh, <laughs> not knowing the touch of a of a good woman. <laughs> Greg is very, very good at playing the bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I yeah, do. Er, that's what uh, that's what guitar is. Yep. Lonesome hours. Yep, I think uh, uh, comedy without, comes can can come from that same place too. Comedy can a lot of uh, man hours, long alone, <laughs> brooding, seething, whatever it is. Yeah, notice <laughs> noticing. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 really fun and it's great. It's, I'm lucky to be able to kind of go back and forth. And use those different parts of my brain, and find the similarities in both of those kinds of techniques. That's that's awesome. Well, Brennan, uh, yeah, it's pretty the, cool. Uh, thanks so much too for taking some time to talk to us today. Because you know, with all these shows, which everybody can go to BridgetownComedy.com and just click on Brendan Small's name, and then you can see all the different shows that he's going to be on. All the shows you haven't missed that you yes. can still see. In other words, yes. don't I have don't plenty more shows. Not, yeah, don't fuck up go this on. time, people. You know, go go yeah, see these don't shows. Mess up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm excited to uh, to do uh, night last night was so much fun, and uh, the audience was so fantastic, and uh, they were so giving with their laughter. And you know, we get really you know, LA is so different than doing stand up outside of LA because no one cares about anything in LA. Because you can see, you, you can, may be able to see like you know, you can see Judd Apatow or Lena Dunham on this show, and then you'll see like me and who cares like when there's somebody like so when we go out of town and, and do these shows and see a, an audience is excited it's really cool cool well this is the right town for that too i mean portland loves comedy i mean just with the the festival when it's done but even outside of the festival you know it's like this all year round it's it's just a really i love portland i gotta spend and the most time i spent here was um doing pre-production for a death clock mastodon show to 2009, and I had spent four or five days here just roaming around, going to vintage bar shops, hanging out, eating great type. I uh, I uh, was uh, at that show. <laughs> he was. <laughs> 2009. Yeah, yeah I, I worked for KUFO, uh, KUFO back then, and I think they were one of, oh, the, cool. one yeah. of the promoters. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah I, that's still, cool. I still hang out with all those goofballs and laughing on their, their and then and that was where my friend... Um, I actually just saw uh, Mastodon and Clutch a couple weeks ago here in Portland. Oh, yeah. And their records are oh, they're always evolving in such a... I mean, they're kind of what a rock band should kind of be, strive for, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty cool. They're, they're yeah. Amazing. Amazing musicians. Well, I could talk about this kind of stuff for hours, but... I, you um, guys are yeah, very yeah. similar. I'm just but, sitting here listening to this, and it's a little bit of mirror image. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the comedy and rock and roll, there's, there's definitely something there. Um, 
Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something I've done. Yeah, for a long time too. So it's 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 awesome. Well, Brendan, thank you, uh, thank you. Like I said, so much for calling in and taking some time. And uh, absolutely, it's my pleasure. Yeah, everybody, get your tickets. BridgetownComedy.com. Go see Brendan. And what's the best place? Uh, BrendanSmall.com that I should send people. Yeah, BrendanSmall.com. If you want to see an update, uh, my my only thing I really do is Twitter, and that updates to my website. So check out uh, Twitter, which is at underscore Brendan Small. B R E N D O N small awesome there cool. you go everybody uh, check it out yeah awesome cool. well brendan thank you so much and uh we will see you on stage tonight i'll see you i'll see you tonight okay i'll see you guys later okay. all right thanks bye all right brendan small i i controlled it wow. a little bit you did i mean you lost a little control i wanted to go in the, well brendan uh, i have a band that uh, does music and comedy too it's called courage courage music brendan, i'd really like to bring you a cd when i'd I like meet to bring you, you a cd i know i didn't want to do that though Jesus. i mean it's not as good as death clock but i mean it's pretty good it's we'd courage. love to open for death clock sometime How, oh small. don't even don't say something like that <laughs> if oh my god Courage could open for Death Clock. Oh, shit. I mean, that'd be it. What else would I need? In the, you would That's have peaked. Yep. You would have peaked. Yeah, everything else would mm-hmm. suck after that. Uh, CourageMusic.com. All right. <laughs> uh, get your tickets at BridgetownComedy.com to go see Brendan and Baron and everybody else and listen to the other episodes we have right here at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Like we said, interviews all week long of Bridgetown comedians. And we're available after and pre-Bridgetown as well. Mm-hmm. So you can Thank you, everyone, for listening awesome. in. We are going to go uh, take a break and then go watch some shows. Awesome. I'm so excited. All right, thanks. We'll be back uh, another time with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Right.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> 